0: Are
1: we doing lunch like or no? What, you do? Well, house, doing, what so do you wanna do? it's your house. What do you wanna do? What do you wanna I do? I can
0: wait until like after
1: you guys are done. Zombie so do it. Um. What do you guys wanna do? What do you oh wanna do? Oh, My God, I'm not really that hungry, so I, I'm not like. I'm. Like, I'm. We really wanna do what the group anything. wants to do.
2: I'm like minimally hungry. I'd rather like get home sooner. Okay. Unless you're gonna order taco bell. Much That's like the, as I know you, you do. Whoa, it's fine, Taco man. Bell. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Should we order a Taco Bell? No, no. I'm no. down for that shit. Like we're clowns. We're son. gonna get a
3: cheese st- Last time I had Taco Bell, I puked. Okay, this okay, is a week ago. So, so you want to eat something ice healthier, ice like ice a Cheesesteak? <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: hot all day. All day. Make it count.
2: Why do your fucking jewel flavors always taste like breakfast? It's delightful. I know. What did
1: I call it yesterday? It's the most important vape of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode Dan. (laughs) What?
2: 15? How many? 16?
1: Wow, it's right episode next to Episode 14. That took a while. <laughs> uh, it's episode 14 of the Movie Blues Podcast. Uh, I'm Dan Lyons. I'm Dan Enden. And, 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 and today we have a very uh, special in-studio guest. His name is Jason Cohn. Say hi, Jay. Hey, guys. First time
3: caller, long time listener.
1: <laughs> I've, al- I've always wanted to do that. I <laughs> nailed oh it. Oh, my God. I mean, you're not calling
3: anything right now, but nailed yeah, it. <laughs> I, was, I was planning on that introductory line for the past 48
1: hours. Well, it played Thanks for having me on, face. Um, and uh, today... Oh, there's the the studio audience. (laughs) They're losing it, Jerry. Um, uh, Today we saw uh, a movie in theaters together. A blessed movie. That movie was called Sonic. It was an hour and a half long commercial about a schizophrenic, (laughs) ambiguously sexed, interdimensional hedgehog with no dick, no balls, or asshole going on a road trip with Cyclops from X-Men while escaping Jim Carrey's third midlife crisis. (laughs) And ah. it was good. <laughs> uh, we had a good time today. We saw it at 11:50 in the morning, um, and
2: uh, it has been a running theme. It's every running time camp. we've seen a movie in the theater, it's been like an early the
3: sun. That's what we call the crack of noon. Yeah, yeah. i from.
1: I want to be there when the kids are there. Where is that from? <laughs> they call it the crack of noon. Uh New York. <laughs> we <laughs> all call it fast.
2: That. Um, so. Um, <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Um, we saw a movie today, and the reason we're having Jay sit in on this one is because Jay and I were talking for a while about how we wanted to get him on a video game movie adaptation uh, because his forte is gaming, I would say, or hobby, enjoyed
3: hobby, I'd say. I think it's one of them. I think there's like three things in the world I like. Okay, go ahead. To, to a deep passion. Yeah, and we're It's here. music, we're here for it's you. sports,
1: and then it's video games. In which so. order are we talking here? I, I don't like to pick my favorite child. If you so. had to get rid of one of those three things for the rest of your the, life. Should we do a fuck, <laughs> marry, kill to my, to my Just hobbies? Just get rid of one, I think, is the name of my game.
2: Uh, <sighs> I would kill the owners of the New York men. <laughs> I'm with you on that.
1: All right, know you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. Is that a sports reference? It is, it is. They, they have poor ownership. But um, I don't
2: want to say I'd kill them. Are you, the play- are you implying there. that you're not positive that the New York Mets are a sports team? Yes, that was right. the implication. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for picking
1: up
3: when I'm laying down here. Right. Um, I, I don't know if I want to get rid of one of them because I, I like all my children equally. Is what I just oh, said. That's so, so sweet. I, what a I sweetheart. Know. What like, a mensch you are. Yeah. yeah, like imagine a world where you can't listen He's to two. what a good boy chick we have on the He's
1: podcast today,
2: Casey Anthony. Ooh, nice. Bruh, bruh. (laughs) Um,
1: So uh, today we saw Sarnik the Hedgehog, and it was a movie that we saw in theaters. Um, Really quick, um, before we get into the movie, I know that now in these new episodes we're not doing like a bunch of preamble and nonsense, but I do want to talk about one thing. Um, Not the trailers because we've kind of gone over that, but I want to get a running series going, especially for the things that we see in theaters, where I talk about one of the most baffling things. Ever in the history of cinema, which are these student films that they show in front of regal uh, productions of movies. It's basically, I'm I mean, shocked that
2: it's taken this long for you to talk out about this. I know, I know, right, so. I
3: I heard you make a comment in the theater about it, and I, I didn't really know what you were talking Dan about. Dan has <laughs> the
2: regal card, so we only go to regal theaters, and, he, <laughs> and he's just pissed every time, but it's the stock regal footage. You, got to you gotta get the, him I'll say this them. the 3D CGI
1: roller coaster. I'm all in for, for regal. Classic. So anything they do is, you know, they, they've got a lot of good faith that they're not going to be able to fall on here. But at the same time, they're paying endless amounts of money to create these short films made by quote unquote, uh, you know, students of film and like, um, just like film buffs and people that want to make it in the film industry. They basically give them a bunch of money and say, make a commercial using your local movie theater, which is actually the case in a bunch of them. I know that because one of the episodes was actually from Ithaca and it was the theater that I went to in Ithaca in college. So they give them a bunch of money and they say, look, here are your restrictions. You need to have a shot of Coca-Cola that goes 40 (laughs) fucking feet across the screen, bubbling like a fucking cauldron of magma. And... In like cheap 3D animation. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's like real shots. They're like nature shots up close. And then you have like, oh, you got to have the popcorn popping. And it's got to be at the movie theater. But other than that, it's up to you. The things that these fucking people come up with are the least creative things you could ever fucking imagine. Hey,
2: that guy, that guy had a rain cloud following him around to start that So, film.
1: spoiler alert, today's short,
2: <laughs> thanks, Dan, revolves around
1: a guy who was sad, you know, rain cloud over his eyes, he was walking around, what to do, and he was like, wait, I'll go to the movies. Goes to the movies, and his rain cloud turned to sunshine. The end. <laughs> and he got a big bucket of coke and, and some popcorn, but... The thing to be noted is a lack of ideas, b lack of inspiration, and general like I mean it's been done a million times. I mean you couldn't come up with anything new or interesting. I'm sorry, I have a question. Yeah,
3: yeah. Where where was I during this? Um, you were sitting next to me. Because <laughs> I don't remember. You were, this you were probably at all you were, whatsoever. It's before the trailers. It was before the trailers. Before the trailers. Uh, they were going to the listen, theater and he's got the red thing above him. Yes, here's oh, the thing, okay, Jay. Okay,
1: okay. It goes by so fast that anyone but a person like me who goes to the movies too much. <laughs> would really just, like, space out during that and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, whatever. Maybe, I would imagine you watch that and you're like, oh, that was, like, the commercial to, like, be quiet or something. That's that's exactly what I thought that was. But in reality, these are student films that are being made. Let me describe to you the plot of one more. And then as we see movies in in the theaters, which will be at legal, I will let you guys in on ones that we see. So one that Rachel and I saw that was absolutely incredible was, um, and keep in mind, you have all the resources and ideas in the world to do anything you want here, and this is what you choose to do. Um... This guy is like, um, oh, like, oh, I found a genie lamp on the side of the road. I'm going to rub it. And he rubbed it, and a genie came out, and the genie's like, well, hello, sir. Like, I will grant you three wishes. What do you want? And he's like, I wish to be in my happy place. So he appears in the movie theater with a Coke and a popcorn in his hands. And then guess what? The genie did appears. This one hit a little too close to home <laughs> for yeah. you. Did. Yeah, this was actually a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens <laughs> to, now you with, you're, you're,
2: you're to me. You say what? You're speaking with disgust, but it's a uh, disgust out of jealousy.
1: Um. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I found a movie genie to make my wish come true of going to the movies—a smelly, infested, commercialized pit of money sucking. Where everyone smells, and I don't want to be near anyone, even my own friends. Yeah, that's my happy place. You Um, hands down go to the the movie
2: theater more than anyone I know. It's to see movies, though. (laughs) It's not to
1: be in the goddamn theater anymore and beyond that. Anyway, (laughs) the fucking genie appears, Dan, and goes, Oh, I'm here. I'm the genie. I've appeared. And the guy's like, What are you doing here? And the genie's like, This is my happy place, too.
2: It's adorable. It's adorable. Every single time you and I have gone to the movies, it's been the one that we saw today. I thought that was the only one. Oh, I've
1: seen this one more than once?
2: This is the third time. (laughs) <laughs> nice yeah they did, um, it, they did it before oh Star-
1: Olivia Wilde was the director yeah. of the piece she's not the correct? director yes. she's a director she's introducing the directors <laughs>
2: <laughs> she said
1: hi yeah, I'm Olivia Wilde I'm here to introduce a student film it said in like the Chiron graphic like Olivia Wilde director yeah, they didn't yeah. specify that's, that she, she did they didn't the specify that she is a, a director yeah
2: she's a director and and she's then, not the director and then director. Olivia Wilde goes
1: and sees that and she's like oh great <laughs> she got a credit <laughs> people on people it people think that I directed that yep. great fucking really original calls her agent so Get me, me off that <laughs> Um Anyway, today we saw Sonic the Hedgehog in yeah, theaters.
3: So, so, can we. Uh, dive back into a little bit of, on, on why I'm here today. We oh, wanted yeah. to
1: pick a video game movie. We have not talked about Jay enough yet as he's pointed out. So... <laughs> yeah. um, G- guys, I'm here. This, uh, the spotlight's on me. So, um, Jay, uh, we were going to originally watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation, yeah. which I hold up to be the worst movie That's the video sequel. game adaptation ever. Yeah. The, yeah. Fir- the first one the first is fire. arguably fire. the best video game movie adaptation. Um, so this one may- seemed like it made perfect sense. Um eh, Postal. But I guess the question is Postal was pretty good. <laughs> I guess the question is, um, does anyone here like Sonic so to begin with? That, the, the that's a good game? point. Let's let Jay take it. Okay. Yeah. That, Let's that's let Jay take that's it. That's a good Silent
3: point. Day. I grew We've up talked enough.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I grew up as a Nintendo kid and yeah, I was um I was more of the the Mario Link like same. Zelda type of person. Yeah. So um, all my friends who had Sega's and eventually Dreamcasts—all, all 4 of them that had Dreamcasts—like, I never really had a chance to play the Sonic games. Like, the Sonic games to me were when you're waiting in the dentist's office and you have about three minutes to kill before you go for like your cleaning. Like that—that's like why i are playing on a Game way. Gear. Yeah, assumedly here. Exactly. You have
1: brought a, a,
3: an old TV. And a Sega I don't into have a your s- dentist's office in this? Yeah. Show? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't have a, a portable CRT and <laughs> Sega Genesis where I would just kind of collect some rings. and You're stuff. You're lost. So being being that I was a Nintendo guy, I always like kind of hated on my friends who were like Sonic people. I just didn't think Sonic was as cool of a franchise, and I think that still holds true yeah. now. Like I don't think I've ever played a Sonic game start to finish. That is because none of them are good. Isn't like
1: the original one though, like widely praised. Like Sega made that no one to com to compete in that
0: game.
3: Really,
1: fully. So everyone plays Green Zone and then they say I played Sonic,
3: and then that's it. Interesting. So like I always remember whenever you watch like a documentary on like the history
2: of video games. Are you
1: getting pissed right now? (laughs) I love
2: it. (laughs) Why did you play a lot of Sonic? Yeah, I love Sonic. What? Yeah.
1: So So you were a Sega kid. No, no. I
2: always had I had I had a NES. Super NES, then I had PlayStation, and all Playstations from there, but my next-door neighbor had a Genesis. And I was going to say, where I most played, it was at my fucking dentist's office. That's what I'm saying. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What in the every world? Every dentist's office. Had, pediatric dentist's no, office. Went to the same no, dentist. every, like, I guess every, like, white fucking suburban... I'm telling you. Dude, there was a screen set up with a Sega Genesis at my dentist yep. waiting room and with Sonic, and I'd play it. So here, here's here's what
1: happened in the Dennis office, stand. And then, then what I, happened?
2: Then it would all be a blur. I'd I w- bet. I'd wake up. Wake up with your pants on, with your jinkos <laughs> on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this
2: was pre-jinkos, for sure.
3: Um, from, from that's a distance, an amazing though? coincidence, though, that it you is. guys both mentioned
0: that. From um, from a
3: distance, though, like I'm the, wrong. The Sonic games were made to appeal right. to like the older kid, because it, it was. Made, exactly. I, they're made to go fast. It's faster. It's impossible I play. had Sonic
2: for the PC, and I played the shit out of it. And I never played one to completion because they were fucking impossible. Exactly. But they were mad fun. I've bought and rebought Sonic 1 and 2 Game Gear. Like, yeah.
1: PC. I have it on Sonic iPad. and Knuckles is flames. I've never gotten to even, like, the city industrial scapes levels. Like, I know they exist. No, I've gotten like, pretty
2: far, but...
1: It's just like a a series made by a company, Sega, who like uh, spends most of its time, even though the series is about a really fast character, tripping and falling on its face. In front of us, we have the Sega Dreamcast, the ultimate in tripping on your face in terms of <laughs> video gaming. What a, um, I think that this like piece of hardware that I'm looking at is yeah. the reason why they almost went out of business. Imagine if this movie came out when that piece of hardware was out right? If Sonic the movie would have come out when like Sonic Adventure was out. First of all, this movie felt like it was made or written in like the year 1998 to 2002. Like that was the period of time. This was written and put into like a Japanese storage vault like underneath Sega headquarters. Save this for when we really need it. Save this for when we are broke. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody is playing Sonic anymore. I mean, they don't really make main Sonic games anymore. They make racing games. You have just like knockoffs of essentially Nintendo games. That's, yeah. like, where Sonic is at. And Sonic has, like, a meet-up with Mario. They do the Sonic Mario Olympics every year, which I think is yeah, a bizarre that just IP. came out on the Switch. One of the weirdest IPs you can ever imagine. It's apparently really fun, though. It's Wouldn't Sonic fun. win all of them? Um, he's fast. I mean, yes, in, we've determined. in canon,
3: he's very fast. But there are other Olympic games that require strength or dexterity. Um, but that, I digress. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Those games are supposed to be, like, what Mario Party should be. It's just a series of really awesome minigames. Sure. So I I don't know. I wouldn't knock like, well, it until I try it. Well, Sonic Adventure I've
1: tried recently on Dreamcast over here. It was like one of the flagship games from the Dreamcast and is widely considered one of the best Sonic games. It is virtually unplayable. It's like if you can get through See, I a feel level
2: like of that game. That's at the time though. It was not at the time. It was fucking panned. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, because I remember. I vividly remember playing it when it came out all the time well, and like anything Game, game Informer can- being like. This game's impossible.
1: Yeah, it's impossible. (laughs) Can't imagine. (laughs) But, here's the thing. Go back in time. Play certain games that are not even from the Dreamcast era, and you will find that ones that you cruise through when you're a kid are virtually impossible.
2: Yeah, it's like Crash
1: Bandicoot, Um, which I have been playing. That is challenging. Yeah, the the list goes on and
2: on in that regard. But that's
3: like a good challenging,
2: though. Yeah, you want to talk about an epic fucking, like flagship IP Crash Bandicoot.
3: I can't wait to see the Crash Bandicoot movie in like five years with you guys and then come back on the pod. Dude, Starring half John again. Fucking
2: every time he falls down a hole he's like
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> I like when he gets uh, his, the, the, his version of like the star in Mario and instead of like really fast paced music like you know like instead it's just like really tribal.
2: Yeah, it's like, uh, it's, like, like boom, it, it, yeah. it's like and it's like industrial fucking landscapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. First question off the bat for the panel here today. Are hedgehogs even fast? No.
2: I mean they're fast inter- they're rodents. Rodents are fast. Like Are they fast? They're no they're fast the way that mice are fast.
1: I've never seen a hedgehog run in the wild. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm recalling a scene in this movie that had a like um,
2: Implication that hedgehogs are
1: fast. An English-speaking owl CGI monster with like
2: that was the that was the with opening scene. Open. gear all over yeah, that's it. Like, canon. I mean, there's a plot to Sonic.
1: Was it in this movie? And we got owl, Sonic the, lore, I think. Yeah, that owl oh, lore. Lord, yeah, that Lord, oh, yeah, it
2: was,
3: yeah, it was true to the the games lore. <laughs> um, the the opening of the movie <laughs> at
2: the very least true to the cartoons lore.
3: Yeah, it was, I don't feel like it was fleshed out enough. It's like, hey, Sonic, there are bad people here. You should probably leave and go to the planet Earth, where there are also bad people. But here, take a bunch of rings in case you need to phone a friend. And, like, that was it.
2: Yeah, they were trying to, like, explain the ludicrous premise that is the Sonic game, which was really just like, look, we made a Sega Genesis. It has a higher processing power than the Super Nintendo. Look how fast our characters can go without your screen freezing. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Let's make them collect rings. Then, after the fact, now years down the road, they've had to put plot to it. That's true. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the the rings never held any value in the games, but today I learned after watching that movie, (laughs) rings allow you to travel to distant worlds (laughs) really quickly.
2: Which, if I had had that power, those Sonic games would have been much less difficult because I could have just transported rather than get blown the fuck up all the time and land on spikes. Just warp straight to the end. Yeah.
1: Um, let's get into this movie, guys.
2: Yeah. I I wrote. I ended up. I wrote no notes for the first half hour and then proceeded to write an entire novel in my phone.
1: And none of that will come into light in this podcast. <laughs> it's all like nonsense gibberish. Um, <laughs> you're like, why did I write purple hairdryer? <laughs> um, so, uh, Jesus Christ, this movie um, was just like a humongous commercial. Um, thankfully, we have to break down some of the aspects of the commercialized elements of this film. Uh Jay, you do Advertising for a Living. So this Ad- advertising is isn't actually the, the title. I, I do what's called uh, Integrated
3: Marketing, which is exactly what you saw throughout <laughs> the entire 90 plus minutes of this film. And what I mean by that is like what I do on a day to day basis is product integration
1: at, it, at its core and brand integration. And we saw that. By the ass ton. Well, now as a professional, let me ask you: Did you have to really dig deep to find some of the product placement in this? It was so <laughs> in your, it was so in your face. Here's the thing about the product placement in this movie.
2: Now, it product was Truman pl- show as product placement. Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> exactly what I was product thinking. Product placement
1: as a as an idea is typically executed <laughs> through visual means only. Right? You have uh, Reese's Pieces in ET, but no one is saying over ET is not like I like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Get like, them at your
2: like, local Wawa while holding um, them like
1: Ben White. Like yeah. yeah um, <laughs> This movie, at times, mentioned products without, without them even being on screen, which <laughs> okay. that's like a whole new level. Can I can I give the first example? They're like, example. we don't even need to th- show it. We will literally Should, should we have it
2: as like a segment where Jay can just read all of them? That's I, like, I have them all That's, my that's, that's yeah. what's happening so, right now. All right. Yeah, so well, he's I, about to
1: listen. Should I do it like
3: your, uh, what, what was that, in the Detective Pikachu? Let's not the, try to emulate right. the best segment. That's fine. <laughs> it, I mean, it is, it, objectively speaking, <laughs> on your first episode. As a fan of the pod, it, it's yeah. the best segment I've listened to. It's a
1: huge swing to go straight for Deep Thoughts as your first segment. That's but uh, but you, you can use a mythical voice if let, it'll help and, you get you there. Alright Jay, what did you see in this let, movie in terms let me of just, product
3: placement? Let me give you the first example because I, I think The first
1: I, one was the worst I, I let out
3: the loudest audible. I cannot like, believe chortle. what I was watching. Yeah. Alright, God, It was it was a chortle and then it was followed by like a few love taps to, to Dan next to me, like, oh here we go. I was like, you're the pro, uh, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> so I I've, I've got it here in my notes. So beginning of the movie we're introduced to the human protagonists, whose names I don't really remember. I just know they were their nicknames were like Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady, and we we'll, we can get into that in in, in a moment. I, but, I would
1: prefer not. Let's just uh, okay, let we, people know that the two main human characters were named Donut, Donut Lord, Lord and Pretzel Lady. Yeah. So that's no what said there. Well, no spoilers. Yeah. None needed.
3: <laughs> None needed. So at the beginning of the movie we're, their their whole like tension and the protagonist's motivation. For this story is he wants to move out of his small town of Green Hill, level one, um, of Green Hill so that he can go be a cop in a bigger city where he can fight real crime in, in the city of San Francisco. And Plus, it he,
1: seems like just a more liberal place to be in an interracial relationship, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty, a thing, too. Green yeah, yeah, seemed like a pretty close-minded zone. I, from... I would say so. <laughs> yet,
3: yet, he was very beloved there, and there was no overt racism from the rest of the town. I'm sorry, so, <laughs> Um <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so he he's trying to transfer to San Francisco. He gets a letter in the mail. He opens it. We, we see this, like, very Hallmark film-esque scene where he gets the good news, and, mm-hmm. like, husband and wife are so happy, and they're... They're kissing, and she's got him like a cake to say congratulations after like getting two cakes that also says like, "Hey, I, I'm sorry, San Francisco sucks." That was a lot so of cake work. It was a lot it of was cake cute work on her part. Yeah, waste of money, but she neither here we nor there. Um and a, as they're like
1: disposable kissing. income yeah well it, I, it I, like a, <laughs> I, I imagine the. I imagine their mortgage mansion. payments were very low yeah, in the state on, of Montana on, on his police salary well listen he gets the whole salary for the station since there are only two police officers in the entire yeah, town yeah the
2: other one is a brain dead fucking hard R
1: you know he doesn't get <laughs> you know he doesn't get 50% of the take he's definitely got like a, a cool 10
3: <laughs> so, so anyway um, the good news happens they have this hallmark moment and uh, his wife's laptop is open and he goes oh honey What's that? And she's like, "Oh, I was just looking for apartments on Zillow so that we can find a place to live when we move." Okay, and like, stuff. cut two. I have one more thought. Cut two. Then you see a lovely screenshot of just like a Zillow no, no. apartment and like the website like <laughs> interface. I, I let out the loudest audible chortle because again, I do this for a living, and I was like, "All right, there's number one. There's the That's first one of the day." Doing. I
2: have a question. If you if you were given the task, given that this is your job of um, you know, integrating in Zillow. Zillow into something and you went to your direct supervisor and was like, what if in the middle of this movie we have them go, Zillow.com. i get fired. Yeah, right. right <laughs> I, I can that.
1: think of more creative pitches in like a quarter second. Like if you yeah. cut to Sonic in his cave at one point and he's on Zillow looking at other caves.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. There you go. That's funnier
1: than what they did. Send me a resume. We can use some help. Literally, like, this, this, uh, woman, like, literally looks down the barrel into the camera and she's like, I've been apartment hunting on Zillow. Yeah, like, totally and like, robotic. And like, easy interface. Yeah. One, two, click. Yeah. Talk to a realtor now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, In the background like of went.com. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the best part
3: about this, by the way, is that wasn't even the most offensive one. Oh, no, absolutely not. Not, like, there were multiple others. Continue we on, Jay. To. So, so that's number one. Zillow, we're, I let out a laugh. I'm like, I get it. Like, the studio's trying to get a little extra cash for for their production budget. Like, it, it happens. Yes. It exists.
2: Sega, Sega's in dire straits.
3: Yeah, they could use some help. Um, or maybe not anymore. I don't really, I don't know what their no, financial status fucked, is.
2: Yes. <laughs> Soul Calibur is long
3: past its prime. They are let me, fucked. let me look into my, uh, my notes here. When's the
2: last time you've seen a Game Gear, Jet?
3: I, I, haven't. I think every, I think <coughs> Nintendo bought Sega. Well, if there's
1: one right, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't have one. Well,
3: there's one under your seat. <laughs> yeah. And, and you get a Game Gear. I want to save the second one mm. for after... For like, the second one that comes up chronologically, I think we need to hit that one last because it was the most overt sure. and threaded throughout the entire storyline. Right, take so me. Take so let's me yeah, let's jump to... Wave your web. Yeah, let's jump in plot a little bit to when... Um, I'm all ears. We, we see Dr. Robotnik, the villain of the film... Played um, by. ...is looking for, for Sonic, yeah, played by Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. We, we will definitely get into Different that. Different section. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's looking for Sonic, he has his drones. And Fuck. finally, like there's a small little fight scene where the drones are trying to kill Sonic and the Donut Lord mm-hmm. and Sonic jumps on one of the drones and he goes, I can't believe Amazon's gonna deliver packages in these looking like straight into frame. Straight into Again. your human eyes. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, there's like, like, I can't straight.
1: believe Amazon's doing this. Great. Yeah. We,
3: I didn't I didn't see your name in the credits for the I voice acting, but I had um, it, it, it makes was, sense now.
1: It was Jean Ralphio as the voice of Sonic and then me as the narrator. That's Got what you're As the
3: voice, the voice of the, of the narrator, voice. <laughs> the voice of the voice. So that one was pretty um, good and over. Um, and then there's the two-day
2: packages for free.
3: Click <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right now, door. Amazon Prime. <laughs> No, no, we don't do prime. We're not doing it. We don't do prime. No, they weren't promoting prime. It was just fuck you, song.
1: Jeff Bezos. He yeah. yeah. might as well have said, "No, like, you're listening." Thank you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks,
2: Jeff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gotta go fast like these package deliveries. <laughs> Jeff
2: goes the fastest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? Why didn't this make it into the film? This I is
3: already know, better yeah. than because the one liner we got this there was
1: PG, and they could only say things like "son of a bitch." And they didn't like, say that. They, no, they and said, said, Son, said Son, "son of a." They said "son of a." It was like and was like. He's like, what the <laughs> heck yeah. is this? Somebody talked about breastfeeding. That's all I know. There's an <laughs> open line about breastfeeding true. In this one, folks. Yeah. And childbirth. Oh, yeah. They were what like, ooh, that robot gave birth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that did happen. Is
2: that, is, that, is that weird? Is it weird that things give birth, Dan? Well, they're man-made.
1: I found it uncomfortable as a parent.
3: <laughs> 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 all right. So. Continue. There's plenty more besides this Amazon example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you want me to go to the bread and butter, pun intended, right now, but there were a couple of others. So um, I don't know if you noticed, all of the cops drove Chevy vehicles, mm-hmm. and the main vehicle driven by the protagonist was a Toyota Rav4, which mm-hmm. had plenty of beauty shots before it got destroyed <laughs> in the film. So like. Those are things that are planned and in advance. I believe a
1: Toyota was the pickup truck also that yeah, the had the top to ripped off of it that yeah. he drove to his... Is that we're the one we're talking, is talking about the same one. We're we're the but
3: store. all of the cops drove Chevrolet trucks. Mm-hmm. Chevrolet vehicles except for the Toyota. Chevy so. Tough. Is that yeah. a thing? I
1: don't,
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like, don't like that voice. i a Chevy Silverado today. <laughs> so, um...
2: That it was another sponsored thing. Sponsored by that Christian rock, Shania Twain, do Yeah, us <laughs> on basically, the
1: basically any item owned by a, a, an aggressively white person was in this movie <laughs> and and name dropped
3: as it was happening. Oh, here's an interesting one. In the bar scene, when they were at the like, the, you know, the middle of nowhere rest stop bar. Oh god, I have
1: to talk about they, that. Scene. They were like,
3: they were like, oh yeah, he'll just have a mellow yellow. I'm like. Does Mellow Yellow have a marketing budget? Yeah, if right. so, like where are they spending? Because I've never I've never seen that. I, I so. believe they had a deal with Game Gear from 1992. Definitely. There yeah. had to be
2: a tie-in the, at I some mean, point.
3: That was the one time I thought he'd be like, yeah, he'll have some Doritos and Mountain Dew. I'm like, that would make sense. It, the only
2: place I've Doritos ever Doritos seen Mellow do. Yellow is at a Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> I mean, maybe Taco Bell like was funding their, yeah, their marketing budget. Like, that's a little product placement. Right. No, but you do know we, what? Taco Bell we Taco only Bell? sells Mountain Dew products. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew Baja Blast.
2: Yeah, Maybe you... Mountain Dew owns Mellow Yellow these days. I don't know. Or oh, like
1: had... Mellow Yellow is their Fago to Mountain Dew's. All I know is that there's probably a soda fan screaming at the radio right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How <laughs> yeah. the fuck do you not know yeah. who owns Mellow Yellow? Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. So, more. all right. More. More. Uh, let's it. see if I have any other really good let's ones go. more. besides that. I know there is more.
3: All right, well, <laughs> let's get to the Peace Dealer Resistance. Okay, the, yeah, let's go. The bread and butter, if you will. Yes. The pasta and meatballs, if you will. So,
1: Mm -hmm. I I will. Is this going to be Italian? Oh, I just realized where this is going. There you go. Oh my god! Wait, did it really take you that long? Oh, you mean the franchise
3: that was literally tied (laughs) into the direct plot of this movie? You didn't. You weren't hamming that up for the surprise. No, I was
2: not. So, um, uh, you 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 were bringing him along on your journey.
3: Yeah, there's there's a phone conversation between two characters and these details aren't important at all. No, it's important. But they're on the 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 phone and they're like, yeah, just like Olive Garden. Like, get your bottomless breadsticks today or something. I don't remember the line because I was too busy laughing and writing it in my notes. She was going
2: on about... Like, well, we should just go to Olive Garden, like, making fun of him because he loves Olive Garden. And he was like, hey, those bottomless breadsticks are to die for. (laughs) that's what it was. So that was the first time we were introduced to Olive Garden as
1: an important plot piece.
3: This is the only movie I've ever seen in which Olive Garden
1: was a theme. Listen, we need to break this down correctly so that people truly understand it, okay? First is mentioned to James Marsden's character, right? In a conversation between him and Dr. Robotnik, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They're in a room by themselves. No one else is listening. The government who sent Jim Carrey is not listening in on this conversation or anything like that. Jim Carrey went rogue at this point, by so the way. So it comes up in the conversation that something, something, and then a comparison is made that James Marston car- character loves Olive Garden, right? And says something about the breadsticks. It's a huge product placement, whatever. Mm-hmm. What is so fucking unbelievable about this is that at the end of the movie, oh, I want to talk. This about is this. like full spoilers at this point. Yeah, but at the end of the movie, as the three of us are wondering, what are the implications for James Marsden aiding and abetting and the like an alien as he destroys half the country right. and he becomes an inter- international terrorist by protecting him? What are the ramifications of his actions going to be? Is the government that sent Doctor Robotnik going to now arrest him for being this international terrorist? So and we all ask this question out loud in the theater. Yeah. they are like, oh, so he so just gets away. Happen? So long story short, at the end of the movie, the way they tied it up is: an army general, the one that sent Jim Carrey out, and now is cleaning up after his mess, comes to James Marston's house and is like, "Dude, like it's all good. Yeah. Here's an Olive Garden card yeah. for fifty dollars." And, he, and it, he's like, "Listen, he's like, it wasn't that overt though. It was like, this is." He your handed much- him an Olive Garden, Garden card no, that no, had the you, amount
3: on it. You got you got to paint the picture here. So it was like. Here's an envelope which is presumably hush money, and we're like, "All right, I'm picking up what right. we're putting down." These, these things never happened. Like, yeah. let's all keep so our we're already quiet.
2: really invested in not that envelope.
3: Yeah. Right. So like, he opens the envelope, and like then it reveals with like a lovely like tight over shoulder frame like fifty dollar gift card to Olive Garden, and then that's not even the end of it. They like, keep talking about it. There's a nut. No- like, yeah, they're talking about how they're gonna go
1: and get pasta or yeah. something. Okay. After. So, but then the thing is, right? So that. They've teed it up earlier that James Marsden loves Olive Garden. But that's in <laughs> a conversation just between him and Robotnik that right. the general was never privy to. Right. What we come to understand by the end of this film is that this general also loves Olive Garden. Yeah. And also <laughs> recommends the same breadstick deal. <laughs> it's so true. Like the <laughs> aforementioned breadstick deal is now being mentioned by a different character yeah. who is an army general. <laughs> Who has been sent by the government to alleviate a situation in which caused thousands and thousands of dollars of property damage. No, major sightings. Damage. Yeah. Sightings of a bombing at the top of the tallest building in San Francisco. Right. This guy was in the news as like a An wanted An international terrorist. His yeah. photo absolutely everywhere. Yeah. They just allow him to live in his beautiful royal house. They paid his, him
2: off with a $50 dollar With this his ebony queen. Off. And he was content really in the end. He fought it. But he was I would like, argue okay. he's fired up. He was like, "Oh, I see what you're <laughs> and doing." And the general. And
1: then, did you notice the general kind of lingering, like, like yeah, almost he was as like looking a, inside? Do you know what that was? <laughs> do you know why he was lingering? It's because he was like, "These people are going to invite me to go with them." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100% shit. Oh, shit. 100% He was like Alright waiting for the invite Yeah Waiting for the He on. made a point of In actuality breadstick. That probably wasn't it But that is how I read that's it I want to live in a world That's why, he, that's world why world where.
2: he specified The price of the Bottomless breadstick deal so To make clear That they conclued. The 50 includes A third yeah. person yeah. <laughs>
1: Cause $50 at Olive Garden yeah. You're not gonna spend you're, that you're like You make king. it rain there You're dude. like a king <laughs> Holy shit I
3: want to live in a world Where he was lingering Because of that Not because he was looking For Sonic I think that I mean
1: because when I watched it I I saw that moment and was like what the fuck is now going on no okay wait he was actually looking for the alien that was like what was really happening that's what
3: we're Um, supposed to be but
1: I'm gonna delete this because what we talked about was much more solid and concrete
3: after the army general like lingers and then like eventually has to leave yeah and then like Donut Lord is still talking about how psyched he is to go to Olive Garden. There's would, an
1: extra line. Like, there's another line of dialogue eight, which after which that. Which looked kind of ADR. It'll I don't egg. think he was even on screen yeah, when right, he said it. Right. Yeah, I think it was back it's, of his it head. Was back of the heads. Yeah. Good eyes, everybody. And yep. it was it was definitely added in that. Yeah. Olive Garden was like, Well, you mentioned us fourteen times, yeah. but uh we paid you eighteen million dollars. Yeah. I'll so. give you a little inside baseball. Those are conversations
3: that might have happened. 100 oh, like, yeah. percent. We don't feel like our brand was represented Dude, if, if well. enough. The line enough, is not and... ADR.
1: But how? That was like the <laughs> right. The biggest That's, endorsement you probably, could ever Yeah, put yeah They in probably yet. spent the
3: most to get the full storyline integration. Like it, or it could go the other way around. Like the studio could have been like, man, we really need like the QSR, um, you know, casual dining sort of category to like be a part of this plot. Like, let's reach
1: out to yeah. all of those brands Olive yeah. Garden, Applebee's, yeah. what's, Chili's. What's a, what's all a of
2: family them. restaurant?
1: Right. So, what do I want to get into now? Do you have any more product placement, or what are you feeling? Nothing as significant as guard. Yeah, we cannot I mean, top that. Basically, long story short, the product placement in this movie was absolutely egregious. Overt I mean, would be egregious. They, they were literally rubbing it in your face for fun. So, that was... It really was Truman Show. That was yeah, pretty it's, wild. Spot yeah. on. Um, so... Uh, Obviously, all of us were taking a little bit of notes. Um, I want to go around and let's just like share some of our feelings and impressions that we have. Should we do like a round robin?
2: Like everyone, you do a note, he does a note, I do that. Let's just do that. Um, That sounds hilarious. I'm here for it. (laughs) Because, yeah.
1: I have one that's going to get cut out of this episode. I don't even know if I should say it. You
2: should. All right. I like this round-robin idea. That you want to start? Um, should we... Re- <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah. So like, this is a new segment, everybody. What we call it? Um, what do uh, we call it? Uh, round-robin. Okay. Round-robin brought to you by Olive Garden. <laughs> dvd at <All right. laughs> Brought
1: to you by Olive Garden. Yeah. Um... Uh, so at one point, now James Morrison is in a, uh, interracial relationship with an African-American woman. Um, at one point he excitedly says, the whole town went black and I could really feel like he, he was in heaven at that point. Oh <laughs> my goodness.
3: That wasn't even the one I, I have, have to my Goodness. Okay, go ahead.
2: All right, Jay.
3: Jay. Oh,
1: I'm next? Yep. Yeah.
2: I don't think I'm going to be as funny as that.
1: Mm. You can launch into a deep thought segment if you think it'll pull you out of the, head, the head, tailspin. I'm I'm not tailspin, tails, nice. Oh, nice reference.
2: <laughs> Your references are so sick, sick dude. <laughs> Alright,
3: so here's the first note what I have. I'll just enough. I'll just go like chronologically.
2: I wanna go fast! W- yeah, of we're, course. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a round rock. I love
3: how it's become a meme in like today's like Gen Z, like TikTok culture or whatever. Like you've seen the meme format of like. This was hey, a note. Yeah, this was a note. Like, hey, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. That's how the movie started. Yeah. They started with that. Hey, that's me. You're probably wondering how I yeah, got into this me. mess. Yeah. Rewind like
0: some crazy stuff.
2: <laughs> Check
3: me out.
2: Yeah, follow me on
3: TikTok. <laughs> yeah, follow me on
2: TikTok.
3: <laughs> Right. Hit subscribe! <laughs> Hit that <laughs> bell. Okay.
2: Uh let's see, which where to start? Uh why does the main character's wife's sister want her to divorce his, her husband for literally no reason whatsoever? Her only purpose in this movie is to get her to divorce James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> what, yeah. what honestly he seems like a good with.
3: husband and, like, potentially good he's like a father. He's
2: portrayed as a purely great guy. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: like a pure, like, <laughs> he's the, clean baby face. He's the best guy in his town. He is a cop. Everyone loves him. Um, he's, he's tolerant. He's nice to animals. He's a really nice guy. They set him up as a really nice guy. Chock full of witty one-liners, too. And the first thing that you hear another person who isn't in his direct family say about him is, Is when he encounters his wife's sister and she literally is like, you need to divorce him! (laughs) That's like the first thing she says about him! he hasn't even done anything wrong yet! Wild. Wild. Um, Is it my turn? Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) At one point, James Marsden pauses and and solemnly says, what am I doing here? To a CGI Sonic who wasn't even there. (laughs) I would love to have watched, like, the oh, making Oh, God, of, yeah. Because, like, that—that yeah, that is such a tough
3: role to, like, be an actor for. Because yeah. what they do is they basically put, like, a green screen stuffed animal in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, feeding you the lines to say. And it's probably really hard to react to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
3: I, I will say, what, what's what's the actor's name? Jim Carrey. No, not Jim Carrey. <laughs> John he, Ralphio? That, yeah, him. Yeah.
1: So he... Uh, His name is, like... Ben Schwartz, ben Schwartz. Yeah, he, he, um... I made that up, so his, I don't know. That's his name. <laughs> really? Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> his performance left a little bit to be desired, but then at the same time, like, he's talking to a stuffed animal for 80% <laughs> yeah, of the screen time. I wonder so. if they just put a stuffed animal of
1: Sonic on the scene
3: next to Not- him. Yeah. Notice how Jim Carrey didn't have a lot of scenes with Sonic no. himself, yeah. and his best, like, character work was done when Sonic wasn't on screen. That's yeah. all I'll say. All right,
1: your turn? No? You? I think it's me, yeah. yeah I so. think we should
2: go try to go a little bit more rapid pace. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, right. I, I
1: like the... You're going to race yeah. for me right now? What you, are you, fucking timing me? <laughs> do you want to do an hour and a half? All right. All
2: yeah, right. well, don't talk to me about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that was really tough.
1: <laughs> that was the toughest I've ever heard anyone talk about a time frame.
3: <laughs> Congrats. All right, go ahead. Right. Uh, next note is, I loved how, um, like... Subtle yet not subtle they were about, like, video game references. So, like, Sonic gets his ass kicked during one of the fight scenes where he straight up, like, like uh, Robotnik's truck, like, falls on him. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and kind of, like, shakes it off. And he goes, oh, I guess I had a bonus life. I'm like, ha, I get it, because he's a video game yeah, character. Yeah, but, like, he
1: doesn't know that he's a video game character. I, I think that was the whole, like, so tongue-in-cheek intention of that. Where's
3: that idea coming from in his head? I mean, in yeah. Canada it makes no sense, but
1: it's, like, a wink to the yeah. audience. Like, oh, this is a video uh, game. In a movie with Olive Garden certificates <laughs> in it, I actually did not need any more winks. But, yeah, I feel you. I mean, I I've, I definitely, like, groaned when that happened. And, like, not in a positive way. <laughs>
2: Dan? Let's see, uh... This guy is all too ready to road trip with this alien that revealed he's been peeping, tomming him for literal years. Sonic has undoubtedly seen him and his wife fuck.
1: Absolutely. Definitely thought for about sure. that, too. And can you imagine when Sonic beats his dick how fucking efficient <laughs> that is? It's like. <laughs> you, you know the expression? Like, fuck like bunnies? It's like a can of worms opening. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just straight to an ejaculation.
3: I'm, I'm pretty sure Sonic climaxed
1: three times in one scene. For sure. Like, for sure. one of those rapid fire
3: scenes. <laughs> yeah, I
1: would have liked to have seen a scene where he's like bouncing off his walls, rapid firing, and just coming all over his, ap- <laughs> all over his apartment. Just like coming blue, on the ceiling. Just <laughs> all over the cake. <laughs> just just poured on, on his, his TV. <laughs> like, um,. Okay. He doesn't have a dick, though. You said it in the, in the beginning. Yeah, he so. doesn't have a dick or a balls or an, or an asshole. Um, Wasn't uh, wearing pants. Um, my, my note was, like, uh, Sonic, like, does he eat? He has a mouth. Um, he, he does has, eat. Oh, you missed this. He uh. would have a, a rapid metabolism that would simply convert all food into energy immediately. But if that were true, like, he'd have to eat literally trillions of calories a day. <laughs> At one point, Sonic says, I had an embarrassing lunch. So that definitely confirms that he eats, and he also has bad nutrition, which I think that maybe like some nutritional training would maybe help with his overall speed. If if the goal is you know be fast, but yeah, so I don't know.
3: You you missed that part actually. I think you you stepped out to, to use the little boy's room. Oh, No, I actually just wept in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> you, you confused my actions there. That that is what I did. You're Go like on. I have to pee so badly. I didn't know you had to pee out of your eyes. Yeah, so um, You're, you already the, came out. <laughs> Very, um, the scene in the bar that you stepped out for mm-hmm. he makes time move slower instead I was there for that yeah but you missed the first part where like in the middle uh-huh. of that he was eating uh, chili dogs which is like a classic uh, sonic yeah. cartoon trope that's he's like, like what
2: yeah. you said
1: you wanted to see right? yes. I, have a, like, a, I, I have a note
2: about some chili dog action as well yeah he's like I, I love chili dogs they're so good he he didn't know uh he didn't know what they were called he was like I'm eating something called a chili dog for the first time that's
3: right even though that's like his favorite thing so I guess right. we saw like chronological, a lot. That's when he yeah. I mean, he hasn't even met Tails until well, the like, very fucking yeah. at
2: all. So this is all pre yeah, Sonic. True. Sonic Sonic the game is going to take place soon. Yeah. So
1: the the problem with this movie in many ways too is that Sonic like has been obviously absorbing pop culture. He knows Fortnite dances. He knows all these really deep cut things that he can reference at a moment's notice. Established but, in the beginning, by the way, but like from watching into. The window Yeah, but like he doesn't know what like a seatbelt is, and like, doesn't <laughs> know, like, like, dude, what? Totally. Well, like, yeah, like. Yeah, well, like he's dropping like fire meme references. Yeah, while he but has no sense know. of direction yeah. or like what a map right. looks like. Who's? That? I mean, oh my god! Listen, I had listen, go listen after the, that the crux of the film was that Sonic dropped his rings. <laughs> that sounds so weird. I don't know why that sounds so weird. But Sonic accidentally dropped his rings <laughs> on top of a building in San Francisco, and <laughs> and had to travel there, right? Now, it's determined in this movie a few things. It's determined that Sonic can move not only 300-plus miles an hour, but as we found throughout the movie, he can move so fast that he can literally stop time. Um, This is a direct ripoff of the X-Men movies that were made recently with Quicksilver, where he would have musical montages where he stops time, runs around the room, rearranges things, blah, blah, blah. Sonic is not, like, that fast. Like, we need to get that straight right off the bat. And if he were that fast the worn pair of Adidas sneakers on his feet would have surely disintegrated. Like, they do show his uh, sneakers at one point have a hole in them, but, like, I, I get holes in my shoes, and I don't even run once a year. You know what I mean? So, like, the bottom line is that, like, Sonic is moving, rough estimation, like, one light year per hour yeah. at certain points in this you know I movie. Mean? Faster than the speed of light. He's, yeah. like, moving faster than the speed yeah. of light. People, okay, I was okay with... The bar is frozen. He's traveling around the bar a blah, lot. Blah, blah. What I'm not okay with is when he stops a litany of bullets and missiles in his right. face that are probably well. How fast can a and bullet? He, he plays go? them
2: like drums. You're
1: the ballistic expert. Yeah. How fast is like a bullet? Typically <laughs> ballistic goes? expert. You're you're a movie blues like Republican. How fast does our <laughs> how fast do bullets go, Dan? I,
2: I don't know. They, 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 they want to go
1: fast. They're they probably like faster. 900 miles an hour, right? They go fast, yeah. like Let's say they go 900 miles yeah. an hour. Total guess. Probably completely nonsense. Yeah, they're faster. Somebody than. look it up. But, um... One of our audience members. I don't care. But um, I just I
2: just shoot the guns. I don't know how fast. But like, <laughs> but like,
1: you don't track it with like a gun. <laughs> As you're shooting, you have a ray gun. I don't right I don't pause of...
2: time so that I can run and fucking right on my for, stuff for
1: Sonic to pause a wave of bullets and literally like stand there and be like <laughs> and like sit around like smoke a cigarette or whatever he did while they were all coming at him. They're frozen, right? They weren't even moving. They were frozen. He must be moving like. This is like Superman turning back time like by flying around the Earth fast. You know what I mean? Like This is like yeah, right. a level of fast that doesn't even make sense in any plane of reality. And, and it's and the,
2: completely inconsistent throughout the film to conveniently... Oh, for, his you know, speed plot. is yeah. the most
1: inconsistent element of his He's physiology. He's introduced to
2: James Marsden by using his radar gun to see if he can break... 300 miles per hour. And then he breaks the speed of light. 3 million miles per hour. (laughs) With a pair of shoes on. And yet needs a ride (laughs)
3: to San Francisco because he doesn't know where it is. I'm sure, like, by process of elimination, if you just run everywhere, you can find it quicker than the Buddy Cop movie. What
1: what Jay is alluding to is what I was going to get around to, which is that the crux of the movie is Sonic needs to be taken by Cyclops to this building in San Francisco and driven there in a car. And it is established that his speed is such that he can freeze time. And basically, he comes back, and the way they explain it, he comes back, he's like,
2: I didn't know where I was going. He's like, what? (laughs) Are you kidding me, dude?
1: You literally can freeze time. You can search every square inch of Earth.
2: It was set up because he was like, where is San Francisco? He's like, just go west. So he went west and then he ran directly he's like into, I fell in the ocean he ran into the Ocean <laughs> got a ocean. fish
1: on my he head he didn't know where to stop so he didn't and then he ran into the ocean he's like fish stink let's get back in
3: the car was <laughs> <He's> like what <laughs> are, are you joking I'll, 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 I'll fill some plot holes here he just wanted to make a friend and that was his attempt
1: at Oof, making a friend
2: Yeah. so do you have any more Like, it before we go I have one deep more into, I do, do you want to like, say a,
1: a note in that category is like I left the theater to go cry in the bathroom as I mentioned, and when I came back, Sonic was being tucked into a bed. And I was like, what did I miss? Sexually. I was like, I missed like the only potentially masturbatable moment in this entire movie. Yeah. That is fucked. Yeah.
2: Um, do you have any more fire one-line? I'm sure or... I do.
1: Do you have I've one got... queued up you want to drop on the fan? I got, I, got, I got one more. I got a bunch. Okay, you go ahead, and then we'll take it to Jay.
2: All right. In this movie, a high-ranking member of the military has no problem whatsoever murdering citizens in broad daylight. This somewhat makes up in topicality for the movie's otherwise rampant police apologia,
1: I suppose. Oh, yeah. It was like, when we were watching it, I knew you were getting triggered. I could feel you're triggering, cause like I'm like, ooh, a positive portrayal of a cop. This is Dan's like no no soup. (laughs) Dan Dan is like, (laughs) I could feel you steaming in the beginning when they're like James Barston. He's a good guy, all American. (laughs) He's also a cop. At one point, they said to him, they're like. What are you gonna do about it? And I was like, dude, you have a gun on your hip. I don't remember where it was, but like, there was one point at which he was like, "What would I do about it?" Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. you're armed and yeah. you're a police officer, yeah. sir.
2: The the times throughout this episode that he's running from danger, danger being just like everyday citizens in a bar.
1: Didn't you turn to me yeah. at one point? And you're like, yeah. And then he goes like kills innocent black people. Isn't that what you said to me at one point? <laughs> no. He was listing things
2: like oh, that. would do this, and it's like I oh, want to save. Like why wow, he wants to go to San Francisco? Uh-huh. And you know, just be like be there when that happens. I was like, Can and then kill his dog. <laughs> yeah, and then
1: kill his dog. Um, uh, go ahead, Jay. You got to right. uh smash together here. In a in a film with
3: rampant product placement from blue chip brands that are very relevant to all consumers um, in today's America when you're here your family. When you're here your family. We we saw a scene in which uh, the the main human protagonist is mapping out his journey to San Francisco by using a red Sharpie over a map. So I'm led to believe, as the audience member, that he doesn't have Google Maps because Google wouldn't pay to be a part of the, <laughs> the plot line. So, like,
2: so, like why got you go analog. Map? You literally have Zillow. You
1: probably have GPS. Yeah,
2: the American Atlas company <laughs> tossed in a couple bucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, James Marston's character, who is now the number one f- fugitive in America during this saga, is, like, talking to Sonic so relaxed. Like, oh, yeah, they're driving like- on the highway and he's like you want to be my bestie I'll be your bestie and Sonic's like
3: <laughs> I always wanted one
1: <laughs> and, and it was just like it was just like what is going on here like this man's life is ruined like gone oh, yeah. and he's like anything for a friend It right. was like what is yeah. happening sir <laughs>
2: yeah. they,
3: they did become friends like really quickly oh fast it took enough. Yeah. Yeah. it took one
0: bar
2: fight where time moves slower for them to be besties I have, I have, I have I, I, alright here's the note okay why is James Marsden so ready to stick his neck out to save Sonic this bar fight scene is his chance to get out of this bullshit Sonic's being straight ignorant <laughs> <laughs> they're literally about to leave he, go, he gets up from the payphone to discover that Sonic went into the bar when moments earlier Sonic had begged him to save his life and bring him to fucking San Francisco <laughs> and now he's like on a wacky side quest to fucking get Sonic out of this fucking biker bar
1: Uh, my next one is a quote from Dan Enden, actually himself. Um, (laughs) When um uh Jim Carrey shows up on screen, he turned to me and said, "It's not just his voice in this movie."
2: Yeah, you said Jim Carrey was in the movie as robotic. I thought he was like the voice of It'd Dr. Like Robotnik. A cartoon. And then it was just Jim Carrey looking like Jim Carrey with a mild mustache.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Well, I'm done uh, going around in circles for now. Are you feeling good about? I got. I, I got, got a about couple. More. I got a couple
2: more. I got to. Okay, all right. all right. I'm gonna let
1: you do one more, and if it's hilarious, I'll let you do another one. All right, Make um, me laugh, bitch. No pressure.
2: I feel like cops aren't usually such well quaffed sexy dudes. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm done.
1: <laughs> I'll let you do the next one, just hoping that you fall under sword entirely. So. I don't... All right, so you are right. asking
2: if I have any that I don't remember what it, what it actually means. I yeah. have one that just says, sick tax joke. Oh,
3: yeah, but they're like... They're like, what, you, were you wondering where your tax dollars went while Jim Carrey's in the middle of a fight scene? Oh, right, yeah. I don't remember. He's you don't remember? Launch, he's it was during the car chase yeah, scene, and he's, like, throwing he's drones. He's weaponry. On a, on a very crowded highway. And, we're Jim, not so and
2: crowded Jim Carrey's, highway. like... You were wondering where your tax dollars went?
1: And it's just, like, drones, like, <laughs> lighting up Sonic and this dude on the highway in broad daylight. All right, I'm going to say my note that I'm going to probably have to delete from this podcast. All right, I'm pretty sure. But I'm going to try to tee it up. I'm going to try to make myself look a little human
2: okay. when
1: I say this. Because I love everybody. I'm a nice guy. I'm all for anybody. Just living with, there marrying. I okay, um... Hello, everyone. I'm Dan Lyons, and you may remember me from seasons one through two in the Star Wars special of the Movie Blues podcast. Unfortunately, the following joke has been removed from our archives. We're sorry for any discomfort or break in immersion this may cause you, but at the end of the day, I won't have this podcast send me to prison. Thanks for listening. Hit like and subscribe, and I'll leave you with solely the panel's reaction to the joke itself. Bye. (coughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) Fuck. No, it's not going in. But uh, <laughs> oh, my oh, my oh my god! god. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, this I think this is the first thing said in the podcast. I, think that I do not know I think if think I could. Our, Can rea- I say our
2: reaction should be the cold open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have You guys look so disappointed in me. My, no, my my very friend, my yeah, friend. we were just like, oh <laughs> shit. Dude, you went there. You were,
2: dude. You were saying the words. And then I knew kept, it got, wrong. like, two words into sense, sentence, and I was like, oh, no. And I was like, no. For <laughs> oh, sure. no. There was, like, I went through such a roller coaster, and then you said it, and I was just like, yikes. <laughs> the, ver- the very first note that I wrote um, was... During the scene where he's talking to the donut, he's practicing his speech on the donut. Yeah. Donut they were really harping on, like, the cop donut thing in this movie. Oh, but, for sure. And my first note is, the cop's only friend is a donut. Spiritual successor to Book of Henry? Question mark. <laughs> you wish. Yeah. Rub that in my orphan you f- face. You f- <laughs> 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 that, that was a line of dialogue spoken at a, the beginning Yeah, of we needed, like, a sound bite of that. Rub <laughs> that in my orphan oh, face. Oh, wait, hold on. So, just... Yeah, we've talked. We've mentioned the bar scene a lot. Yeah, there's one thing that has, up to that point, yeah. in the bar scene, um, every person who has interacted with Sonic for the first time and comes upon him screams in terror, right? And yeah. shock and yep. confusion. Robotnik yeah. included. Yes, right. Robotnik, who they establish is the most Rubonic brilliant, screams after man having yeah. already seen in him in the world, yeah. seeing him again. Yes, right. Still yeah. screams. So then Sonic puts on um, a hat and, and there's a like pair a gen- of like cop shades yeah
0: aviators
3: no not even
2: he's not he wearing also, glasses he, he, also was wearing av- he was wearing aviators he, he were, okay well he eventually took them off and, and then is down to just a cowboy hat and a poncho and he's square dancing in a crowd of people yeah yeah and and no he, one's batting an eye and, him out. With people. and, and no then somebody but
1: they try to explain it which multiple times in this movie they attempt to like make logic out of something and it does not work uh, They're like, "Hey, Cyclops, what's up with your uh, like person that you're here with? He looks pretty fucking weird." And, and Cyclops is like, "Oh, that's like my 45 year old friend who looks like a child. Yeah.
3: He has this condition that makes him have blue hair and look really short. And yeah,
2: yeah. He'll have a
1: mellow yellow to drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, he'll have one mellow yellow, please. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable." So, uh, that is our general impressions from inside the theater. Um, <laughs> I now want to get to reviews of Sonic. Okay. okay? We're going to talk about lots of other plot points and yada, yada, yada. But let's try to talk about uh, this movie as a fucking movie and not just an infomercial and uh disaster. But Should we start with Golden Gun
2: ratings or go from there or no?
1: I haven't really decided mine yet. I can't really, like... Right now, uh, we could at least say that we're going to talk about our pre-ratings, which were uh, what we thought we would rate this movie without even having seen it. Um, Dan said, quote, less than Detective Pikachu, Um, (laughs) (laughs) 4.5. I I guess that I would give it a 5.7, and Jay said a
2: 5.3. Should we all start with if we're not going to give Golden Gun ratings, should we do like an over-under? Like, should we all say if we liked it more or less than Detective Pikachu?
1: I, uh, yeah, I, mean, I liked it more sure. than Detective p I B2. liked it more than right, Detective P2. Yeah, Considerably.
2: Yeah. For sure. Right, Considerably. So for sure. immediately my prediction was wrong in that regard. So
1: you fucked up. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm a, um, I'm a failure. You fucking blow it. Um, <laughs> you blew it, though.
1: <laughs> uh, so there were certain things that really worked for me uh, in this movie. Um, Jim Carrey's just bananas-ass, <laughs> bananas fucking <laughs> performance was yeah, admirable in, like, a sad, like, shocking, amazing way. Like, yeah. Um, he didn't embarrass himself the way that, like, many other actors could have embarrassed themselves here. I could see, like, John Travolta trying to do this. or someone whose career is in the dumpster and it being yeah. worse. Jim Carrey didn't need to do this movie, but he did it. Like, it's not like his career has hit the skids in any way. He still produces pretty good content. Yeah. Um, and is an artist in his own right? I thought he was killer
2: with what he had to work yeah. with in this movie. Uh, I thought like he was Blue very Blue. good. Hey, that fucking choreographed dance
1: scene that he was doing yeah. was yeah, fucking magical. Um and then um I thought that Sonic his special effects ranged from like completely unbelievable and terrible to like nightmare fuel to like the CGI it was movie? pretty cool. I yeah. thought the CGI was
2: great in the movie.
1: I thought the CGI on him was not fantastic. I liked it, but I thought that the environments they had, the the ships that were in it, the robots that were in it, and Doctor Robotnik's general vibe and like his technology and the way they shot him were all pretty nice. And there were some good sci fi visuals in it, which I always appreciate. And just like, just cool moments and this and this and that. I mean, it was shaped around a movie that was literally garbage floating in a river, but. <laughs> But, like, the elements of it that worked definitely worked. Uh, I've seen <laughs> that critics have praised this as, like, the best video game movie, which I am not going to, like, go through the list and try to argue with at this point, but at the same token, can't really say that this is a great movie. I don't. Yeah, really... I mean, everyone's seen Uwe Boll's House of the Dead. Yeah, I, I mean, the, when you have garbage like that, I mean, sure, <laughs> this is high art, but at the same time, I, I thought it was pretty embarrassing at points and just very disposable feeling and something that... Would have worked better like 20 years ago than it works right now. So I would give it a, f- I said what? I said 5.7. I'm going to say a 6. Oof, eat, wait. Ugh. Oh, God, I don't feel, We can oh, come God, back to you. Yeah, it's not that, that big, it's not that big of yeah. a deal. You're not going to like, have to defend this. Right report. now, I'm, I'm like taking a, uh, like an egg and writing six on it and putting it on a very like rickety surface <laughs> and it may fall off and crack <laughs> into more when I hear your guys' thoughts, crack but that's like, where I'm starting. Okay. How do you feel about t- today's film, Jay? Um, so I want to go back to the Jim Carrey performance. Mm.
3: Thing. I think, to your point, a lot of big-name actors could have been given the nod and could have delivered the hokey children's movie like, you know, I'll get you next time sort of, um, I don't know, performance. Schlock. What we saw from Jim Carrey is the closest thing we've seen to like, Goofy Ace Ventura, yeah. like Classic Jim Carrey Jim of old, yeah. in decades. Like Jim Carrey has since graduated to becoming a more serious a- actor. After what
2: we've been watching him in, is that show Kidding, in which it's the darkest experience of television that I've ever watched.
3: Yeah, I mean, like the the fact that he he plays serious roles yeah. now. Like yeah. he is
2: he's in you know he was very like the, he was like the actor. fucking Riddler in this movie. Yeah, and it was <laughs> I hilarious. Says, but... I
3: I was letting out multiple audible chortles from his performance, yeah. like. His delivery and his comedic timing is, like, all still there, which I really liked about it. And that was probably, like, the saving grace of
1: the majority of the film, which... I thought he was good, but I did not think he was, like, fantastic. It wasn't, like, a role that, like, I would say, like, is, is anything comparable to the roles that we're talking about. It just evoked the same energy yeah, that he had. which
3: you don't normally see, and because he got to, like, flex that muscle again, like, yeah. I enjoyed the performance. Minor, it's like he's it's still minor died. carry. Yeah. he's still
1: It's not going to be, be, like, um, you know, list the best three no, like, Jim Carrey performances no, and right. anyone's going to say Sonic. Yeah. I will say that it was did show potential, and I do not doubt that maybe after this long period of time where he's kind of been ostracized from comedy after making a couple of huge missteps in The Grinch and things like that that mm-hmm. were not received well you'll see him in some more comedic roles because I think maybe he's done taking himself so seriously. When I saw previews for this, I thought it was going to be his total midlife crisis and, like, I thought I could see, like, tears wincing out of his eyes <laughs> as I was watching the movie but it looked very close and his eyes were not no, crying. He, you could yeah. tell he
2: was having fun. He was having it. fun. Yeah.
1: And good for him. So what yeah. do, you, what do you, what It was, do you, it was what a do you breath of it? fresh air. Other than that, like, you know, everything we've sort of
3: harped on from, like, Product placement standpoint, and from just general storytelling, plot holes, inconsistencies—you um, know—video game movies are really hard to make because we haven't really seen many successful ones. Like, if you think about like how bad the Street Fighter uh, film adaptation was, they're mostly more combat. Sequel. I suspect the, the
2: Last of Us movie is going to be good, though. I, I imagine that'll that be is good not because that—that
3: that was a game that was written yeah. like you know, Sunday Night HBO television. That is not going to um, happen. Um, and if it does, it's not going to be.
1: I, I don't know, we'll see. This is all fictitious right you now. Can't, you can't do it, because what we're doing here, here's what the problem is, I just want to get this out of my system really mm. with, with the fucking video game movie thing is that, like, you're confusing your senses, right? Your senses are are very different things. You couldn't, like, describe to your ears what pie smells like, you know what I mean? In the same vein, video <laughs> games to movies you the the language doesn't translate for example like tomb raider that as a plot as on its own in a video game is fine but when you transfer that into the movie world it doesn't mean that just because you had a good game that narrative will cross over and be effective as that it's very hollow without
2: the interactivity
1: they're different mediums video games engage your senses in a way that movies simply don't do and there's something monotonous about video games. There's something that can be super abstract about video games. Um, video games can be, and are the most popular video games, more abstract than movies. That's why Mario Brothers barely makes any sense. It's so fictitious. That's why Street Fighter couldn't make sense. Because Street Fighter is about a bunch of people fighting each other and nothing fucking else. And when you turn it into something that it's not, it, it doesn't translate. So like, look at every video game movie. There's not one that didn't lose some sort of sense of translation. They just do not work. And, and look at the most recent Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander as Lara Croft. And that one is as good as you can make that movie as good as you could do a Tomb Raider plot with a girl who was perfectly fine at it. And yet the movie is boring as fuck. And the bottom line is movies are invented to be movies. Video games are invented to be video games. If you take The Last of Us, which is a game I haven't even played, I'm just basing this on information that I've seen and heard through videos and shit, if you took that and made it into a two hour movie, how is that going to be the same level of an affected experience as 10 to 15 hours? Getting lost in a fucking world where you're like being haunted by zombies. Well, the I, I feeling think, does not transfer in these movies.
3: That's the exception to the rule, though. Like The Last of Us is like a story-driven game, and there's a ton of cutscenes that actually like drive plot forward, and like the missions you kind of play are sort of tertiary to that. Sure. I, here, I, if you want me to really get on like my nerd soapbox yeah, for a second, do it. The games of your like Sonic, Mario, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, like those were a different format of games where you couldn't really flesh out. A full story. It was meant to sort of test your dexterity more than it was to like tell you a story. I think as we start to look to the future right. of video games being adapted You're into the game film or
1: TV. the story like the game existed first and then yeah, they just kind of tell yeah, the, the story. story is, but I mean, they're like, okay, just make you wouldn't plumbers. know the story. Yeah. I mean,
2: when you had NES games, you didn't know the plot of what you were playing. Right? You read the back, you read
1: of the, the manual, manual yeah. or yeah,
2: you know.
3: spot
1: on. As
3: Technology is advanced and games have started to hire like real screenwriters and such. I think we might see a change in the quality of, um, you know. Video games as films or video games as television shows. Like, imagine to your point before, like 20 years down the road, the God of War story you, is probably good. That's what I've been thinking. Yeah, it's, time, it's probably God God gonna War, be a yeah. really good story to tell in the film or television space. Yeah. But because it has natural plot lines and lore and like character development and things like that, Mario doesn't have that. You just smash a brick. Right. Sonic has to just go fast. Like, yeah. so it, it's sort of a square peg round hold situation. Trying just to pick the right tell one. the story. I mean, this is what yeah. they have to do
2: with these games is have give you, there's some create a plot from scratch like this, like Detective Pikachu, like, how do you make, like, Pokemon was already, unless you're just going to rehash the exact plot of the fucking cartoon, like, predominantly Pokemon in these days, people see them as the video games, like, so they just, instead just invented a bunch of bullshit.
3: Right. So anyway, let let me, let me sort of get off my soapbox and give you a rating. I'm going to go a little easier on the movie, simply because of those challenges. Like, I, I think... The CGI was good, like, they, they obviously, they had a big budget to spend to have really cool visual Just know that the higher
1: you go, the lower I'm going to lower my
3: score. Yeah, that's fine, I, I, I'm trying it. to influence yours. You're it's gonna not going to be as high it. as you think. I actually thought it was going to be lower going into this, but I kind of want to give it the benefit of the doubt, and just, you know, maybe, let's recognize the good things about it, right? Like, Jim Carrey's performance was good, the CGI was good, they spent a, a big budget and got... Big name actors, and it it was just—it was still tight in its own right. The commenting space was good. Well, that—that's not though. That's not. So, but I will give them. You know, I I went in with a five-three. I think I'll I'll give them like a a six-one.
1: Which instead of instead of uh, we got another little baby dick in the house on top of a six. That's what the six-one is. I like that. We'll give them a six-one. It's kind of like six-two. You lob it over the plate and then give them like a a clementine after practice to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the clementine.
3: They—they did enough of like proficient things in filmmaking and had it enough did. money to spend to like make it visually pleasing and there were some and lulls. entertaining there were, some lulls. there were some lulls but there was still enough entertainment value and like enjoyable no, things meant, to look at where I, I can lulls. still walk away I was saying lulls oh, lulls Not yeah lulls yeah 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 lulls, lulls. lulls. Like, lulls. yeah yeah yeah
1: ha-ha, is what I said. There's it's enough favorite. redeeming
3: qualities for me to not shit all over it and
1: give it a three, yeah, is what I'm saying. whereas Detective Pikachu really upset me. Yeah, that, that might
3: have been the worst. <laughs> I thing. was like, fuck this movie. Might have been the worst franchise to film adaptation. I, I fell asleep on, in
1: the middle of the movie I feel like I gave that a three or something. Yeah,
2: we. it was love. It, it was bad. It was bad.
1: But I feel like this movie will not be as successful as that movie. That movie made like a fucking billion dollars. Oh, yeah. They bought a Super Bowl spot. Sonic. So, like... <sighs>
3: Speak. maybe we'll see Sonic looked weird
2: his he hair... looked better
3: than when he looked in the first
1: trailers <laughs> though can we talk s- about that his hair started a certain way Wait, as it went so went you on not his have head your final
2: score yet it turned into spines yeah we're coming
1: back to him alright go ahead Dan what do you got for Sonic what are you thinking what'd you think
2: I uh <laughs> I gave this movie a seven
1: that means it's a good movie. Yeah, I, li- I like the movie. By your rating,
2: from what I've heard. Yeah, I like the movie. In a scheme of like, you went to seven. In a scheme, not in a scheme. Eight for comedy. Not, I have chills right not now.
1: Not a scheme. You chills. Not feelings. on the
2: scale. We. I always adjust my scale. Not on the scale of films as a whole. Like not in a world where fucking Doctor Strange Love is a ten. You're looking like, at it within the. I'm genre. looking in the scale of animated kids movies, where like Wally is a ten, like The Incredibles is a nine. And then like eight is like Secret Life of Pets, so and ye- then this is like a seven. So
1: you have now rated it higher than Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, which is like your your greatest loves opus to you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. I I mean, so what I didn't like about the movie is the plot holes and all the product placement. But aside the from plot. that, I was like, oh yeah, the plot holes. I was I was entertained throughout it. Like I laughed. A handful of times, I thought I was going to despise every second of this movie. I thought every time Jim Carrey was on screen, I was enjoying myself. I thought it was strangely violent and weird, and just like generally, just like a confusing movie. And like you know, there was there were things that aided in my experience to the movie, but overall, I just you know, I almost gave
3: it a six eight for comedy purposes, like a one seven. under six nine.
2: Yeah, seven. yeah. I've been torn between six nine and seven. I feel it as like. Detective Pikachu, I, I feel like this movie did, did exactly what Detective Pikachu was trying to do, whereas Detective Pikachu ended up being boring as shit. This ended up just being goofy and weird and like, you know, if I was a kid, I would have been going shit for this movie.
1: You realize that if I were to give this movie a seven, then on our board, technically, this would be the best rated movie we've done so far, and... And, <laughs> and One of them was we, Once upon a time <laughs> no, yeah, One of them is <laughs> One once, was a Tarantino like, film We will lose All of our credibility If I Aggregate that And that's what happens I so don't I care do I don't care what
2: can't you do you it. It. Here Okay Let me get God damn
1: it as
2: real as We I mean... all went in <laughs> Expecting to be miserable Throughout that entire movie And I heard all yeah. of us Giggling at this movie Yes I did have some, some... was laughing at it, some was laughing yeah, with totally. it. Yeah, totally. someone was laughing at it, but we're, it's a kid's movie. It's not, for, it's not for us.
1: I lolled and Jim Carrey was for us.
2: Yeah. The movie is literally not for us. The movie is for the kids in that movie theater that were dying, that and it might just still be entertaining for oh, me. Man. It's not Toy Story.
1: You would have rated this higher than Toy Story 4, though. E- yes. Yeah, Toy Story 4 was not good. Again, this is Dan Endon. Last name Endon. Yeah. He's setting himself up for scrutiny in the message board. I'm saying that Sonic (laughs) the Hedgehog
2: was better than Toy Story 4.
1: Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Speak your truth. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Don't let my massive disappointment in you stop you from ever doing anything. Yeah,
2: your opinions are... They mean nothing to me. Not only meaningless, but the worst to me.
1: Yeah. No, your opinions are absolutely the worst. Yeah. Like I, I I hired you because they were the worst. <laughs> um,
2: I will say it's not the best video game movie of all time. No,
1: so that still belongs to the first Mortal Kombat movie. Mortal Kombat was a better movie than this, for sure. Yeah,
2: I've been I've been I've been <laughs> racking my brain trying to think of good video game movies. Well, Resident Evil
1: trash. The Resident Evil series is trash. Awful. Tomb Raiders I, are complete. I think awful. the
2: first Resident Evil movie is decent. It has that one More. scene with the laser. <sighs> I I can't I can't even say that. I mean, it's
1: the best of the series, but it's bad. It's very bad. Yeah, it's not a good um, Silent movie. Hill movies are awful. Silent
2: Hill movies are awful.
1: Um, honestly, it's not for me. In terms of video game movies, there is only one that is near and dear to me. Obviously, Mortal Kombat was a really big, seminal moment for like me with video gaming and movies in general. Um, but like on rewatch... Parts of it are really bad. Johnny Cage
3: punching you. Goro in the dick made my childhood. It's awesome. Yeah. Your soul is mine. Is the um, coolest
1: thing ever. It's a great movie. It's definitely, I would say, the second, my second favorite. One. My okay. favorite video game movie, for sure, is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, yikes! I, I'm, gonna jump, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump on my soapbox for a second. Yeah, yikes! Um, right. The Super Mario Brothers movie, obviously, yikes. I'll start with that. Obviously, yikes. Obviously. Nostalgia plays a tremendous hand into this for me. It's the first movie I ever saw that was rated PG in theaters, and I just thought it was awesome. Oh, much was, more important back once upon yeah. a time. Like PG was yeah. edgy. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're
2: talking. Mine like, was the first kid with Sinbad.
1: We're talking, this is like 20 <laughs> plus years ago, and I was a child. But um, I will always appreciate that movie for some reason or another. Um, I think the thing that I like about it the most is they took all the abstract elements of a video game and reinterpreted it. Not to the real world, like this stupid fucking movie did, and a lot of video game movies do, but instead to a fantasy world. Because why not? And it was, it was um, risky to do what they did, and to interpret it the way that they did. Uh, the production design was done by the production design of Blade Runner, um, and it was incredible sets. And in, in a movie in this day and age, first of all, imagine how insane it would be if they made a movie in this day and age about the Mario Brothers that took place in a Blade Runner universe with Dennis Hopper as the villain um, and John Leguizamo as Luigi. I mean, like, if this would have happened now, we would be like, holy shit, there's an edgy, futuristic Mario movie that takes place, like, interdimensionally is, like, a hard PG has, like, violence, body gore in it, people turning into dinosaurs, all sorts (laughs) of, like, graphic, like, people, like, going through surgeries where they become, like, shrunken-headed lizards. Nintendo um,
3: would never allow
1: for that. No, Bowser, never, and, um, of course. And, and the, um, but look, it happened. The, the Koopas are like nightmare fuel. It happened, uh. and it has good pro, uh, practical effects, and I really like Yoshi uh, being like an imprisoned raptor, and like <laughs> it, it was really up my alley at the time. I'm not going to say that it's like a fucking amazing movie, but I want to say that when you think, how are we going to adapt Crash Bandicoot, Instead of making it a CGI cartoon, you know, it's it's there are edgy ways to take this material on that are more interesting than just, let's make the movie version! Because that doesn't work. Like, we've seen a million yes, times that that, that, time. that does not work. Yes,
2: but that was a time where, like, video games were more, like... They dude. weren't storytelling devices. And, and also, like, this it was a kid's movie. It was for kids. That Mario Brothers movie is not a kid's movie. <laughs> But that's what's cool about it. I'm into that.
1: I was into how dark it was and edgy it was and maybe, yeah, it's stupid now if I were to rewatch it today. I'd
2: love love to see the fucking edgy fucking HBO Sonic movie but that's not where we're at. Sonic isn't the right property
1: for that but listen, if you had never seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, you wouldn't think that that was the right property for it either. That's what I'm saying. It was a shocking thing to do and... But to me, it made perfect sense when I was a kid. I was like, oh, Mario, Luigi, like they are wearing red and green. One is fat and one is skinny. This is all like, it lines up, the iconography lines up, but the things that they did with it I thought were awesome, and I'll defend that movie even though, whatever, fuck it. Yeah, good.
2: So what do you give Sonic?
1: (laughs) Now that you've heard our
2: ratings,
1: (coughs) I kind of want to curve mine toward like... I'm going to give Sonic a 5.5 on the garbage scale right, now, now it's being written um, in red sharpie so it's official I think that if 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 it weren't for the absolutely egregious product placement the millennial baiting the uh, gross in, like inconsistencies in logic and abandoned lore after the first three minutes of the movie um, it would have been a lot better I think that Jim Carrey was fire I think that the guy who did Sonic actually did a pretty good job and I thought it was cool um, and he was fine Um uh, and you know it could have been worse, right? Like, yeah, did, you, oh, did you see the original? Absolutely, like, and that's why, of what Sonic looks like, and that's why a five point five is fine. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they had him looking very realistic and bizarre, like, too and, realistic, and his eyes look fucking terrifying. And so, I guess they changed it in a positive direction. Only if you realize that that positive direction is basically them catering to people's complaints, which is a dangerous game to play. I know. Um, I wish they
2: didn't, to be honest. This is the
1: third movie in theaters now that has been tampered with due to fan issues in and out um harley quinn had its title changed even though i realized that that didn't end up making it into the print of the movie it did in fact change on all the ticketing sites to just harley quinn um to unconfuse people um, this movie um, went through massive changes uh, to get to the point it is now, and then it was you mostly just like aesthetic changes. Though I don't think they changed the plot. They didn't change the plot, the film, but the but character it. is literally shorter now and looks completely different. And there Let's are multiple. the edges. There are multiple times in the movie where people's eye lines are not looking at yeah. all at Sonic. Right. Where they're mm-hmm. looking a literal foot above his head because he, especially. And that's the, where they put the Especially green in the bar scene. Yeah. The bar scene. The tough guys that walk up to Sonic. Yeah. The one guy is literally looking fully over yeah. Sonic's head. Um, I did expect there to be more of a patched feeling to his look and his face because they did do this in the past couple months to get it in. Yeah. It's just sad. You had hundreds of fucking thousands of millions of hours of work that went into it. And then because people complained before the movie came out, they changed it. And, then, and you know, you also have Cats in theaters right now, which say what you will about it, but they sent another copy out for distribution that had better special effects, quote-unquote, one week after it came out, as if that would patch the situation. Yeah. I don't like this user ina- yeah, interactivity like that aspect. That should never happen. There's, And here's the thing. Let's say that they would have went with the original design. Maybe I could sit here and laugh way harder about this movie, and maybe it would have been the kind of terrible that I would have given it like a 10 for being like epically terrifying you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. let it happen people you know what i mean if you got an idea now it's like oh we're gonna adapt a video game well look what happened with sonic that's what they're saying in the room right now yeah. look what happened with sonic if you make it look anything but this character but then you don't leave any ideas for you know uh, you artistic the freedom super
2: mario brothers movie out of it exactly yeah.
1: like super mario brothers is the most egregious example of doing that because they took, that would never get made they took a to look the way it does oh, now. absolutely in, in 2020 but isn't that cool and are we ever gonna see things like that again after this movie? I don't know. I think
3: we will with adult titles though. Like this this goes back sure. to the same argument I was making. I know before. you guys like,
1: are trying to circle around these story flavored games that are blah blah blah, but A, some of them like Fallen Order that I've played recently. The story elements are no, terrible. That's not that's not in the same league game. That's not the, that's example, um, um, that's that's not the being, example we're talking about. Like, like the games like that you're talking about the games like that, that you're talking about, yeah, like are, the epic epic you're talking about are being adapted and some of them have been adapted and they're they're not good. They're just not good. Well, there are also other variables behind that. Like, do
3: they have a proper studio behind it? Do you have the right production people? Do you have the right director? Is there enough of a budget to, like, bring the... You know, the the fantasy I'm to life saying, through visual effects. Yeah, the other you're problem, saying
2: it's not possible fucking with because of like the scope of the games, but like they made the road into a movie. They made it into an amazing movie. It's a long movie A lot book. of people
1: hate that movie though.
2: I love the movie and the book was fucking engrossing and long and involved and fucking they still made it into a great movie. I feel like
1: you're just picking like long form post apocalyptic things to use as examples. Do you have an example that um, isn't that? God of War is not long form post apocalyptic. When I also these think haven't happened yet. They don't exist. Yeah, no, I know. So you're you're talking positively about things that you don't know No, I'm
2: saying that... You're you're saying it's not... This came from the premise of you saying it's not possible to make a good video. Listen, it's
1: not impossible, like, scientifically impossible, but the reason that I don't think it's going to happen very much is because these IPs cost a tremendous amount of money from company to company to ship in and fucking create. Yeah. And they're not putting people who are like... Ooh, I want to do something cool, like, and different, like, edgy. They're putting people who are like, Oh, you directed a Doritos commercial? Like, let's go. Like, we need need you to make, like, a 14th Minions movie. Like, these are not coming from genuine places. This is coming from, like, a Sega stockholder meeting where they're like... Mm -hmm ooh, you know what would be good for this quarter? No, like, let's make no, a Sonic there's, movie. There's no
2: Sega stockholder meeting. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's an empty place with, like, two Japanese guys hanging <laughs> from the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and all the windows blown out, like, Dreamcast yeah. all over the floor. You know know be, about, like... like that be the
3: end
2: of the episode. <laughs> you
3: know about ten years ago, though... Mm-hmm. or maybe it was, like, 15 at this point, they were supposed to make a Halo movie, and it fell through, like... This that's is what that's a happens. title, and that's a world that actually has potential to become, like, a pretty cool it, summer made, blockbuster they, action film. I almost disagree. It didn't it become, um...
2: They made a bunch of, like, animated Halo movies.
1: Oh, uh, that's what well, it was. But, uh, but it ended up becoming of Dis- one of, like, those... The director like, of District uh, 9... District 9, that's what was it was. ...was hired... To make a Halo in movie. ...in coordination with Peter Jackson to make a Halo movie. And when it fell apart, he made District Nine. So I'm glad. Yeah. Because same. I don't think a Halo movie would really work. I think they've already made Halo movies that are photorealistic CGI, they're good enough. And again, I think it's because the world of Halo, and which I love a lot, I love Halo, but the world of it could not function as an actually interesting narrative to me. And that's why it's a great video game. Whereas like it's no Star Wars, it's not like a giant, I was just about to say it could be Star Wars if done right. It could be a big summer blockbuster,
3: so. action franchise, world built.
1: I, I think the uh, antagonists are too goofy in Halo to actually, like, be seen as, But you like, can make a writing choice to make them
3: real and sort of mirror, like, current socio-political situations to have it speak to the audience that's watching it. Like, you can take small liberties to
1: build within that world and make it cool. So are we
2: going to act like the, the movie Postal is not good?
1: The movie Postal is really fun if anyone wants to see it, but Yuva Bull's, like, video game movies are not, like, I don't even, they're they're not even movies. (laughs) That one's sick, though. I do love that movie. that's a
2: movie in which Titus's brother from the TV show Titus (laughs) just shoots everyone. Um, That was a good
1: time. Um, But yeah, no, I I just think um, uh, it's nice to think hypothetically and keep saying, like, these are good things that could turn into movies, but people have been saying that since the 80s about video games, and they've tried... Hundreds of times, basically. Yeah, and people like you have fucking poo-pooed them into yeah. oblivion. Mm-hmm. Not true. I go and see them. I buy them. They're all... Pro- Every movie that we have talked about today is probably on these walls. I like those movies. They're schlocky. I like them. Whatever. I like video game movies, even the bad ones. Th- this today was mediocre, which I think is, like, a different kind of bad that I don't revisit. But, like, I do like the worst video game adaptation movies. Like, I, I you know, am a fan of... Um, you know, schlock like that. Like, I love Mortal Kombat, but, like, I rewatch it, and it's really silly, but I also love it. It's the same, like, as, like, Power Rangers movie and stuff that is just, like, schlocky, nostalgic, 90s stuff, but at the same time, if you go into the 2000s to now, then you start seeing video game adaptations that are just bad. Like, bad, bad. Like, Resident Evils and all that. Yeah. Really propped up in the late 90s and 2000s, and it just felt like, okay, now we're picking... Our most serious anyway, what, about the, what about
2: the Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> oh my
1: god! What about it, Dan? You want to watch it? I've yeah. never seen it. Have you ever seen it? Here's also another problem with that. Oh, yes, oh. <laughs> you just lied and said yes.
3: You're yo, yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've seen that one.
1: Man, I guess. I weird. guess as a Tan.
3: as a video game like aficionado or just someone right. who enjoys you're hoping playing it's gonna games. happen. I'm hoping it's gonna happen, and I also think there's variables that have like led to really shitty film adaptations, and most of it is, like, the filmmaking world still doesn't quite understand, like, the way stories are told in games,
0: or they have not throughout the last, like,
3: 20 years, so, like, as that starts to become, like, more mainstream, and as, like, you know, gaming culture is more acceptable in, like, the regular, like, zeitgeist, like, you would think big Hollywood can see... Dollar signs in it. Put the right people in charge I with there hasn't the right been a grand auto budget. Right, like it's too can't fucking easy. They haven't gotten it's it right. It's too fucking easy. I just can't
1: believe that no one's landed on really yet. It's I insanity. Here, how
3: about this for a hot take? How hard maybe, is maybe it? Maybe the the movie making medium, like the two hour film, is not the right way to tell those stories. Maybe as we, this is like kind of a stretch because The Witcher is based off the books, but like. Maybe you just need more time to tell those stories, and it should be like I think part of ex- the golden age of television. I think
1: that'll expose how truly hollow these narratives are if they do that. I think short two hours is fine. I want to go around and let's all just say like if we could turn anything into uh, wait, video games. Wait, and we, a movie. Need
2: J's we need Jay's oh, score. Oh, final score. Jay's score, score, score doesn't go on the board. I, I'm putting it, in parentheses. My name is put in parentheses. In, in, put there. it in paren.
1: I yeah. did. I okay, did good. It. Cool, cool. Fi- final score. I'm going to give him a six-seven. That does not affect the aggregate, sir. Unless there's an aggregate, six seven, yeah. There
3: there are enough redeeming qualities juxtaposed yeah. with the things we can kind of laugh at that six, make six, it entertaining.
1: Six seven is definitely a very correct feeling for this one. Like my favorite movie of all time will get a nine eight or something like yeah. that, but that's about right. Yeah, I'm still going with five five. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's where I ended up. So uh, if you could see if you could pitch any video game movie, you know what would it be? Uh, that's going to be the kind of close to this for me. Um, I would like to see like a two-hour Metroid movie, which is like a hot chick in a Metroid outfit basically descending into hell on and a killing planet. Killing dragons. Killing dragons, doing the Metroid thing, getting lost in like a dungeon pretty much, could be like almost dialogue and just have it be like a series of progressively more sci-fi and frightening diversions down into like a Metroid world for two hours. I mean, it's not what's amazing is in this day and age it's really not hard to just, like, throw CGI images on a screen. CGI Ridley would be sick. And sustain that for, like, an hour and a half. It's all you need to do to get this right. I mean, you have the technology to create all these things on screen. Just, like, take the basic gist of a game, which, like, in Metroid, the feeling that is evoked from it, you're you're lost, you're turned around in a fucking hellscape of fucking moving intestines and aliens and shit like that, and it's just, like, a very some chick-against-the-world type feeling can be a, a, a quote-unquote girl power vibe without having to hit you over the head with, like, overtly ridiculous girl vibes. It can just be like a strong woman going through a harrowing tale down the middle of an alien plane at the end, two hours. Word. Made by, um, James Cameron. I'm in. James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron. Yeah,
3: that sounds great. Who wants That's to go next? Nice. That's awesome. Um, go? I'll go. I'll yeah we'll do the honors I, I've already said God of War so I feel like that would yeah, be. Cheating. God of War would have been my first like, answer as well that's easy peasy I think that's if you've even seen with like the latest God release God of War like, should be should a be beautiful a ne- linear story it should story. be a
2: Netflix series yeah, yeah I agree choice. with that I agree like with that more like an HBO series yeah, yeah. For if you ma- real
3: money added. if you make that Sunday night premium cable it's gonna be awesome yeah. Mm-hmm. mine yeah Final
1: Fantasy 7 have you not seen the classic that is The Spirits Within they already did it perfectly did they no, Final not. Fantasy Seven made a film adaptation. No, uh, just the the theater one I'm talking about. Did you not see the Final Fantasy movie that came out in theaters? No. When you were a kid? No. Did so you Final Fantasy movie? No. I just uh, no. To... I want
3: humans playing Cloud
1: and Sephiroth. Let me just and, do and one one a one second movie. one second comment about this. this. is one of the most fascinating things in video game hit, movie history to me at least. So when I was. A kid this movie came out in the 90s it's called final fantasy the spirits within okay it's one of the first cgi movies to ever try to fo- photo represent human beings on screen right and Snow um, polar express um oh my god that that animation is sick though the amazing thing about this movie and the thing that makes it so unbelievably 90s a it's terrible it's not worth watching it, technology to, didn't catch up to it, the yeah to watch it now yeah. is is not going to be an enriching experience because the plot is un- impossible to follow <laughs> literally yeah. impossible A scholar would have to watch the movie twice to even make any sense of it. But um, the weirdest thing about this movie is they try to do this thing, and I love nostalgic 90s, 2000 shit like this. So they tried to make the lead character of the movie, who is this woman, whatever, um, not the actress. They tried to make her character an actress, right? So when they pitched the movie, they said, and this, especially in Japan, this was some sort of big deal that she's now a character, she's a person, this this main female character of this movie. You can put her in other movies if you want. Like... She's separate than the person voicing her. You know what I'm getting at yeah, here? she's
3: like an art, like a sentient artificial intelligence. Basically,
1: entity. it's like this 90s feeling of like, we have technology that's so real yeah. that we created a person.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: and they're
1: yeah. like, you can use her in whatever you want. And they're yeah. like, when this movie catches fire, you can hire that actress, yeah, quote the the unquote, yeah. to be in whatever you want. And they pitched it as this huge that's thing.
2: Japanese as fuck. That and it
1: really was, cool. like, in all the movie magazines at the time. I remember, like, reading things about it and being, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> is this the future? Like, and it was, like, it's almost as if the way the 90s movies use VR as, like, this, like, super amazing thing that, like, oh, the future will be all VR, which, I mean, someone could argue that that's going, that's happening now, but not really. Yeah. Um, it, they were like, this is the future. Digital actresses you can hire for whatever you yeah. want. It's right. Black
2: Mirror-esque.
1: Yeah, like she would be like the mom in the next Toy Story. Right. Like, what but the fuck Black is Mirror. the deal? Right. Yeah, it's Black Mirror-esque, right? It's before it's time, because maybe it'll happen. In Japan, I think it's already happened. Where yeah, they Japan, have...
2: Japan itself is Black Mirror-esque. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> where it is. rules, dude. Absolutely.
1: Um, uh, so what are we doing? Um, so, yeah, if you can pick a game wait, to wait, adapt wait. it into a yeah. movie. So, like, yeah. give me a second to flesh yeah. this out. Yeah, like, go ahead. We're, the Final Fantasy
3: VII Remake is coming out in, like, within the next six to eight months. I think it just got delayed. Yeah. And already, when you look at those cinematics and, like, the the trailers to the game, obviously the graphics have jumped leaps and bounds ahead of when it was released in, I don't know, like, 2000 or whatever it came out. Um, that feels like one of those really, like, grandiose world building like cool summer blockbuster with the right cgi and budgets behind it you hire like a you know handsome blonde actor and a beautiful blonde actress to play the two protagonists sephiroth is played by the dude who plays the witcher or something like that that could be a really cool summer action film set in a in like a sci-fi you know dystopian future world and, and i think there's potential there there's a there's enough of like Looseness in the storytelling To give Whoever's making the film A little bit of Creative liberty To adapt to the medium But I, I think If done right That would be a good story God of War Still remains my first I just already said it Like seven times During this episode <laughs> So I had to pick Something else All right, Instead like of not saying not God of time. War Over and over again Who would you
1: cast As Kratos um, Triple H Triple A. <laughs> I mean,
3: look, look at a picture of him right now and tell me he doesn't look exactly yeah. like Reynolds. Right. <laughs> okay, that's that. Respect. All right. Um,
2: am I limited to one? Can I? Tom Tom Hardy would be the uh, second choice. I'll let you do as many as you want, All right, sweet. I, I have a, co- a couple different vibes I'm feeling. Let's right. hear it. So the the shitty taste in music part of my brain jumped one right to. Uh, did you have a PlayStation growing up? or you PlayStation? Papa Rapa the rapper. Oh my God! No, <laughs> yeah, they already came out with that. Starring Eminem. M&M. Yeah. Oh my God! Um, I was gonna say Eminem, yeah. Papa Rapa. Um, little little, little Diggy are, are, are you familiar with Papa Rappa the Are you familiar with the PlayStation series Jet Moto? <laughs>
1: Are you talking about the like the s- the snowmobiling
2: game? They're they're like they're like futuristic fucking alien jet skis. I was waiting for you to say like Fallout or like something and with a story. I'm saying uh, this is what. Hold on. So, this is uh, film, This is an opinion uh, a film. person Skyrim. who smoked weed once in their life before it can come up. This is uh, with the vibe of the Fast and the Furious movies. Goldeneye, the movie, oh, man. Oh, a oh, Need for Speed oh, movie, oh, and oh, it was oh, trash. right? Oh, <laughs> this is not like that.
0: So, jet
1: Moto
2: filmed in the style. Of the speed racer <laughs> movie. Oh, Jesus All right, Christ, so that was... All right, that, that was, was one. That was that my was a big turn. you just yeah, let I, I do one. have three more, by that the way. I thought my, we were only choosing no, one. that, that was, one. was my joke one. Here's <laughs> <Jesus> my real one. <laughs> my real one is okay. Shadow of
1: Colossus. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd be so on board cool, with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be so on board Make, with that. Make, like, the
2: studio that made, like, Howl's Moving Castle do it. Yeah. I'd be so on board with that. You know, I've also... I've been shocked that they've never made, like, a Metal Gear Solid series. Yeah, that
3: would also be a good one. But, I mean, Kojima's stories are barely... But, you know you uh, can't grasp them. They're so all the yeah, things you're
1: talking about though, like that especially has been tried many many times and aborted. Um, and Last of Us and God of War have all been. Oh, and the worst of all of them is Uncharted. Uncharted has been recasted three or four times. Yeah. Now it's Tom Holland. But Uncharted but it was Nathan Fillion, yeah. and now it should have been Nathan Fillion. Yeah, but they, like the, they they that movie,
2: that. like those games, Uncharted Four feels like you're playing a movie. That's like, why, but but that
1: us. but that is where you have to leave it. Yeah. Because that's a credit to the game, but won't be a credit to a movie because it's not going to fucking
2: work. I don't think an Uncharted movie is necessary because it feels so cinematic as
1: it is. By the way, Uncharted the game, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's very cinematic to play, but as an IP, it's based on other things that already exist in movies. Like, it's like Indiana Jones meets blah, 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 blah. That's because as a video game, you can make great games that homage other things like GTA. A lot, a lot of the different GTA things are homages to movies. To v- Vice City is all like Scarface. It's yeah. word for word. Um, San Andreas is all the gangster movies yeah. from the nineties. The all um, all these things are based on movies and on reflected Spall's by it. With John and that's what mm-hmm. makes them great games. Even Tomb Raider, that's like the same vein as Uncharted. Like these are things that people create games can make things that are similar. And, and it can be successful. But then to retranslate it in the poop shoot back out to being a movie, just like, I think the new Tomb Raider is the best example where that game was really dynamic, super cinematic. Everybody absolutely loved it. It was fucking hailed as a really good entry in the series. It's just like a movie. And then they took the exact plot of that game and put it as the movie with Alicia Vikander. And it was not good. And it's because it, you have the peak of one medium... Doesn't mean that it's going to work in okay. another. I mean, it's not everything is fucking just made to be a movie. Okay, so the Movies one, are worse then than one movie
2: sometimes. should be made into a game. Well, oh, by, by the way, Castlevania on
1: Netflix,
3: game. pretty decent. Uh, yeah, you know, television oh, dude, show adapted awesome. to uh, Look, adapted to If a game you want to
1: adapt video games into manga or anime, yeah, fine, that makes sense because that's allowed to be whatever it wants. But when you have two hours to sit your ass in a seat in a theater, it better like it's run smooth. Challenge. You want to try to explain Final Fantasy 7 in an hour and a half to somebody? because like two hours. I, I think that that's going to end up being pretty like wild and like what the fuck is going on to a person who's never played the game. Mm. Because Those that's that's one thing they're trying to do too is not only make it for people who yeah. play the games, yeah, but also to make it to people who have never heard of games, it. yeah. And a lot of the make times it it's like accessible. I've seen this before. It's also Why made by people who don't understand the game, but now we're going that circles. too. We're yeah, going that that circles on that. Or but, dude, yeah.
2: like Rampage. Didn't they just make a movie of that. Like The Rock? Yeah. Like, that <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Rampage? Rant- <laughs> I watched that with Rachel. That Always could incredible. have been a sick movie. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: then they turned it into one, and I was like, no. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, did you have another one? You said you had two. Is Did you do two? It was Metal Gear Solid, though. Oh, yellow. fair enough. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, I think we've gabbed enough about all that. Um, I think, uh, you know, we had a a lukewarm experience with this movie, but it was enjoyable. I'm glad we saw it. I enjoyed myself. I had fun. It's worth seeing, I'd say, in a a one-sentence blurb, just for Jim Carrey.
2: Definitely. Watch watch it when it comes to Netflix.
1: Um, Watch it when it comes to Netflix. Watch it with your kids. And it was shot well. I thought it was Shotwell. Yeah, it I looked, agree. It
2: looked it looked like a movie. It didn't
1: offend me too much. Yeah. Shotwell CGI was good. They
2: dead. weren't shoehorning in random fucking jokes where they weren't needed to be, like the way Detective Pikachu did.
1: Yeah, it felt less forced,
2: even yeah, though it The Jim Carrey dynamic in, in with a his, movie. like, sidekick. It, it was, that, was oh, yeah, Jim that was good comedy. Oh, yeah, we forgot to with mention With his good his, comedy. With his manslave. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Great his relationship. Comedy. The sexual tension was palpable. <laughs> he just, Put, like, pushed stunned... himself him. against the wall. Yeah. He just, <laughs> <laughs> like, stunned
1: him in the neck at one point and was like, you left yourself open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, like, want to do that to he somebody. He said, rub that in my orphan face. And with that, people, we're going to bring it to a close. All right. Um, check the mini episode next week, um, and then uh, the week after we're going to be doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, we want to thank Jay for coming in and having fun with us. Well, we have to yeah. see Once
2: Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, dude, I fucking sent it to your email. <laughs> check your business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs>
1: seemed genuine. Um, Thanks for having me on, guys. This yeah, is really fun. Absolutely. Anytime uh, a video game movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm your guide for AK it. When Sonic, when Sonic and Tails
2: comes out, or yeah, like
1: sequels. when they spoilers, or when they make God of War, so I can go see it and laugh in your face. It's Starring Triple horrible.
3: H. I actually, in all realness, like Brian Cranston could win be Best Actor if he played Kratos. Just saying. I would go with
1: Wesley Snipes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what? It's funny. That's that wouldn't have been my I choice. Split? Why? I don't know. I just didn't picture. Uh, like him? I didn't picture Willie Mays Hayes
2: playing uh, Kratos. <laughs> I just figured
1: you obviously <laughs> haven't seen Blade Trinity. Then yeah, oh, true. I, <laughs> that would that would be kind of tight. Only saw Kratos that would be kind of thing with the type of
2: guy who really pays his taxes.
1: <laughs> Ouch! Nice. And take it away, <laughs> baby.